election in Alabama today. I don't think it's a referendum on Trump like they claim, but it's I do, a referendum on sodomy. I do think it's interesting that you got this uh, you got this old judge who's you know fought to keep the Ten Commandments uh, in the park and all that sort of stuff, and is anti sodomy. Firing off his gun, didn't fire off his gun, but waved his gun at a rally last night. He's on the Bannon side. Bannon is promoting him, and then you got Trump on the other guy. So yeah, I, I don't the, know what he believes, other than I don't think he talks a lot about sodomy and that sort of thing. Luther Strange is is a he's a, a Republican. He's just a Republican Party guy. And McConnell and company have co- convinced Trump that yeah, he'll be a vote. He'll be a reliable vote. We'll get stuff done. Moore is too much of a wild card. But all the Trumpsters are uh, back in Moore. Pulled a gun at a rally? Talking about too much sodomy? Hey, Simple Jack, wait till your boy is 14 years old, and then it will always smell like somebody died in his room. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. Is that true? Oh, my. Well, it's a, it's a factor, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing, yeah. Both of my boys took goat milk baths last night. Oh, boy. My wife Great really, joke just popped out of my head. I don't dare, though. My wife is really pushing that. Hmm. For for young kids? Just in general. They wanted to try it. Cause, oh, well, heck. Hmm. Well, that's it. That, no, again, it's, a, it's like a goat milk dilution in the water. Yeah, it's, it's not, not pure, just pure okay. goat milk. Okay. That'd be weird. You You'd come have out to actually, squeeze a lot of goats. Well, and you'd smell terrible. Yeah, see, I, th- I thought like maybe she was particularly concerned that their skin wasn't lustrous enough or something mm. like that. And no, not a real concern at our house. I didn't think it would be. Um, yeah. So I misspoke. For some reason, I said it was San Francisco at San Diego where they went to a, a fire situation in a homeless camp and uh, kicked over a bucket of poo and the firefighters were exposed to hep A, oh, which boy. is pretty gross. It's a sick enough. It's yucky. God, hep A. San Diego is... Ocean breezes and beautiful views and great food. And, and buckets of poo. Comic-Con. Poo bucket. You stay classy, San Diego. And containers of feces. Slowia. And then containers of human excrement mm-hmm. now. And hepe. Oh, boy. So you got oh, the, boy. So you got the buckets of poo in one major West Coast city and then in another major West Coast city. You got rats. It's either roof rats or Norway rats. They're not exactly sure which. Mm, roof, check their accents. Roof rats live in the, see if you can follow me now, roof area of your home. Hmm. Whereas Norway rats, much sturdier, stouter rats, burrow yes. underneath your house. I've come to chew my way through your baseboard. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know that rat. You're no roof rat. (laughs) How did you know? (laughs) Uh, Rat surge in San Francisco. More rat sightings. Did you know? Well, non-San Franciscans, San Franciscans don't know this. There's a, uh, there's an official city number for information and complaints. And it can be about poo on the sidewalks, as it frequently is. San Diego, you're not alone, not even close. Um, but more and more, it's rats. Huge surge in rat calls. Um, Any chance that like those voicemails are available to the public? I would oh, love to no hear Oh, no kidding. That. No kidding. They've got to be public, uh, accessible by the public. That's, you know, that's it has to pay be. five bucks for that or something? Worth it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, man. 
I just saw a giant rat. Um, rats are so disgusting. My dogs catch them right now and then. You see them in a ditch. When you get a good look at a rat, they're so gross. And you know what's the grossest part? That hairless tail. Oh, that yeah. long yes. hairless tail. We we put out a little um, poison oh. for rats and found a big dead one on our driveway the other day. And it, it had at least an eight-inch bald tail, which is really disturbing. Why is it so disturbing? You look at a rat and a squirrel. Same animal. Only difference? Because our animal brains know that that thing carries disease and will mm. kill us off as a species. That's why we're so disgusted by them. Well, because no, squirrels carry diseases too, but yeah. they're cute and fluffy. And oh, look, they store the nuts for the winter. <laughs> do get s- some good planning. Do squirrels carry the bubonic plague and stuff oh, like that? You know oh, it. Yeah. Do they? I don't, I don't know. know. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, I did not varmints. know. Norway rats are also known as sewer rats. That's a sewer rat, big as a cat. Ah. Seriously, I saw some rats in Chicago that still haunt my dreams as a kid. Um, Do they have the the nude tail also? The pink tail? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're very rat-looking rats. Horrific. But you see one moving, and you think, oh, a raccoon. Yeah, look at it. It's a rat. You want to torture me? Threaten to touch me with a rat tail. I would tell you anything. (laughs) Wow. God, they're disgusting. A plague-infected squirrel closed down the closure of a California campground in 2013. Farmers. So... According to the Ratspert for the city, uh, food or garbage are mismanaged. They attract both types of rats, uh, etc. The city's addressing these issues. According to the uh, DPH, Department of Plagues and Hell. Oh, public health, sorry. <laughs> Plagues and Same hell. thing. <laughs> uh, San Francisco oversees a budget of about $200,000. Wow. That's used to tackle rodent concerns and abate sewers around the city, quoting from the Chironicle. Half of that money goes straight to Chinatown. Uh, China! There are very old brickline sewers there, so there are more crevices for rats to go in. And uh, some suggest that, uh, that the, the folks there aren't quite as careful with their garbage storing. I have no idea what that's true. Wait a second. When I walk through Chinatown, it doesn't smell bad. China. No, wait. It smells terrible. Mm, could be the old sewers. So there's a rat boom. Chicka, 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 rat boom. Chicka, 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 rat boom. Uh, also booming in San Francisco, car burglaries exploding. The city released numbers showing that car burglaries are up 28% this year. But Mateer and Ross, the longtime columnists in the Chironicle, have pointed out that a lot of people call 911, but don't follow through filing an online report because they I know wouldn't. nothing will be done. I never have. And the cops don't send anyone to the scene unless the smash and grab is in progress. So... The cops are saying a 28% rise based on the reports. But if you go by the 911 calls, people call and saying, somebody smashed into my car and stole my stuff, which is obviously a good way to do it. It's far higher than that. Mm-hmm. And this is because people are have nicer car stereos than they used to. That's because there's even greater need, because people only steal because they've been discriminated against by our patriarchal society. There are communists who believe that. Yes, they are, and they're idiots. No, it's because of old uh, Prop, uh, what was it, 74, 47, I'm bad at remembering, 47, that decriminalized crime. Anything up to $900 is a misdemeanor. So you ask any cop, and I mean any cop, 
rookie cop, detective, mall cop, robocop. <laughs> Ask any cop and they'll tell you, oh, yeah, now people just commit crime after crime after crime after crime and no, they won't go to jail. So the dude on the street who jacks car stereos knows that that passed and he'll get in less trouble? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and you've just got more scumbags now who are on the street. So, yeah. So, you know those those signs in the parking lots and all, remove valuables from your car that most of us ignore. We kind of tuck it under the seat. Or, seriously. Seriously. Remove valuables from your oh, car. Oh, I never leave anything laying where you can see it in my car. I've had my window yeah. broken enough times. I just, yeah. no, not a chance. And I warn my wife regularly about it. You can't leave that sitting there. People will break your window for that. For this, yeah, for nothing. Yeah, it doesn't. It's it's a, it's annoying having your window broken for them to steal something that ain't worth nothing. I got a lot of stuff I'd like to get rid of. Maybe I just leave it in my car with the windows down. With the windows down, yeah, yeah. Please steal. Uh, you can't give away the the scam by saying that, I guess, but. I I guarantee you no one would take it. They'd think it was some sort of trap or like a hidden camera show or something. I I like the, you know, that's a good point. Um, I like the whole uh, experimenting with government and and the laboratory democracy thing, et cetera, et cetera. But this idea of, you know, we just need to show compassion, then people won't be criminals anymore. is so freaking stupid. It's so lacking in insight into human nature. It so ignores the entire history of mankind. I can't decide whether it it infuriates me, or I think it's hilarious that a substantial part of a great American city is trying uh, that. Said, well, you know, have at it. We got this text, and it's true. This is um, this is coarse. Oh, my. You know how I hate coarseness. Don't let your children listen to this, but the grossest part of a rat is its almost human-sized scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> You rat, ever, rat scrote. You ever see a male rat walking away from you? Oh, boy. Oh, horrific. Boy, to come in here and steal food off our table, he's got some. Bu- wow. He does. He actually does. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob Costas, Elfin Bob Costas, longtime sports figure, had some interesting comments on the whole NFL kneeling for the national anthem thingy. What is it with you and people's size? You like Trump. Little Bob. Yep. Little Costas. Exactly. What is it with you? <laughs> I just, I like when I see him on those sets and his feet are dangling from the big tall chair they make him sit in. He's like a little boy. <laughs> um, so we'll, uh, we'll have Bob Costas. He's a thinking man. What does he think about the NFL uh, kneel down thingy? Yep. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Old enough to remember four-time Super Bowl loser Jim Kelly of the Buffalo Bills. Awesome team back in the day. But uh, uh, he criticized. He was on the sidelines with the Bills and then came out and really criticized the guys who kneeled during the National Anthem. And mm. now they're blasting him. And yeah. So division among Bill Nation. Bill Nation for those players. What's up, Bill? Good question. I've been told and clearly not interesting enough to remember. Right. It's one of those pieces of trivia. <laughs> it's like, what's Labor Day? Why sh- is there an elephant on the A's uniform? I don't know. Just... They, somebody tells me, and then I think, oh, okay, wasn't that interesting. So then I forget again. Right, exactly. Yeah. Then your kids ask, and you think, oh, I don't know. Look, <laughs> look it up. So anyway, uh, yeah, a lot of divisions, a lot of anger, a lot of yelling at each other. You know, I was thinking about that. I was philosophizing to myself as I walked down the hall. Is that what you do? 
we all yell our answers at each other, but so often we're asking different questions. We're, we're answering different questions. Is that what talking past each other means? Yeah, to a large extent. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the, uh, the Ofra segment on 60 Minutes the other night when, um, you had a bunch of Michiganders talking about Trump. Has he been a good president or bad president? It was seven Trump voters, seven non-Trump voters. And they were talking about the Russia probe. And you had the inevitable, you hear this all the time, people yelling angrily at each other because one person is talking about the overall probe into whether the Russian intelligence services tried to mess with us. And an of, and the other guy is yelling angrily because he thinks we're talking about specifically did the Trump campaign collude with the Russians? So they're talking past each other. They're answering a different question, but they're yelling their answers at each other. Then there was the one guy who said, you know, we've done that all the time as a country. So we get to do that, but they don't. I wanted to crawl in oh. my TV oh. and punch him right in the face. <laughs> you may be the Dumbest dumbass who's ever dumbed. Yeah, that's the point of warfare. Oh, we get to blockade their harbor, but we don't let them blockade ours? Wow. Wow, Brainiac. I hope you're in charge of nothing. I hope down at the soon-to-close Radio Shack, you're not in charge of the battery department. I hope... I hope you're not allowed to charge your phone. Right. Get get <laughs> silence, idiot. Oh, a Radio Shack blast. But so anyway, we uh, we shout our answers past each other as we're discussing different questions. And uh, this has been one of the all-time great examples of that. Are we talking about constitutional rights? Are we talking about what's good for the business? Are we talking about our enjoyment as viewers? Um, are, are we talking about race? Everybody's got different questions. Anyway. Bob Costas is a thinking man. He decided to go off on this and and talked about it over the weekend. I guess is that right? Uh, Doesn't I matter. This was recently. Last night, yeah. Go ahead. Part of what's happened is that sports and patriotism and the flag have been conflated to such an extent that people can't separate out uh, any nuance. If you go to see Hamilton, which is about the founding of the republic, no one says, "Wait a minute! Don't raise the curtain until we hear the national anthem." When you went to see Private Ryan, no one said, turn off the projector, saving Private Ryan. No one said, turn off the projector until we've had the national anthem. It's in sports where this stuff happens. Sometimes movingly, sometimes I'd submit cynically, because wrapping yourself in the flag and honoring the military is something which no one is going to object to. We all respect their sacrifice. We all honor their sacrifice. And yet, what it has come to mean is that the flag is primarily and only about the military. This is no disrespect to the military. It's it's a huge part of the narrative. But Martin Luther King was a patriot. Susan B. Anthony was a patriot. Dissidents are patriots. School teachers and social workers are patriots. And yet at Yankee Stadium, if we can shift sports, not only do they play the national anthem before the game, but they play God Bless America at the seventh inning stretch 81 times a year at home games. And in every case, they say, please rise as the Yankees honor a military guest. I have no problem with that. I stand every time I'm in the ballpark, no matter what it is, I stand. And I certainly respect the military person they bring out there. But there's never a school teacher. There's never a social worker. Patriotism comes in many forms. And what has happened is that it's been conflated with, with kind of a bumper sticker kind of flag waving 
and with the military only, so that people cannot see that in his own way, Colin Kaepernick, however imperfectly, is doing a patriotic thing. And so too are some of these other players. That was uh, the most... Oh, is that it? That was the most thought-out sports commentator I've heard on the subject thus far. No doubt about it. Yeah. Do we have any more of what he said? Uh, not not clipped up, but I can have it for the, the final segment if we want it. Yeah, that'd be good, because he goes on to say, look, this is my favorite part. Maybe I'll just characterize it, although lately I've been ranting about people who, like, God, you try to, I was looking up the Ben Roethlisberger and Alejandro Villanueva stuff, the stuff they said yesterday, which was really interesting and, and a change from the weekend. And I kept finding reporters characterizing what they'd said instead of just quoting them. Having said that, I want to get to this point. Costa said, look, Colin Kaepernick strikes me as a guy who, like, took one semester of a college class and now is spouting off about government and justice and race and the rest of it. His understanding of it is not very thorough. Bob Costa said that? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. And now, again, I'm characterizing it, probably mischaracterizing it slightly, but he said he he said what I've been saying for a long time. Colin Kaepernick comes off as a guy who has half a clue what he's talking about. He's got a hot activist girlfriend. What about the bigger your fro, the more you know? Well, Is that that's not undeni- true in this case? That's undeniable. Um, but so anyway, uh, I you know, I, the, the, here's the truth of it. The military spends, and, and Costas gets into this as well, military spends amazing amounts of money to do their thing at NFL games. I was going to bring that up. Our money. Your money. Right. Taxpayer money. I, I don't. I don't have any problem with it on its face if it's successful. They do a lot of recruiting stuff. Recruiting. Is that what they're trying to do? Yeah, they're trying to recruit people to enlist in the military by celebrate the military, showing that, look, a football stadium full of people respect and honor the military, blah, blah, blah. How would you like to enlist? Sounds like a pretty effective advertising tool to me. I don't know if it pays for itself. Somebody ought to do an analysis. But... So some of the flag waving and the giant flag and all is paid for by the United States military to help them recruit. So, you know, I I heard a quote in the last 24 hours or so that sitting down or kneeling doesn't make you a bad American other in the same way that standing doesn't necessarily make you a patriot. I mean, it's just there's more to it than that. But, you know, a lot of our audience vehemently disagrees. You kneel, you're a bastard and they're boycotting the NFL, et cetera, et cetera. I'm boycotting it because my team sucks. There's too many uh, replay calls. There's politics in football now, and and there's too many uh, thugs. But some some people have left it purely because of the whole uh, anthem issue. It is all very very complicated. Um, we have a joke from Trevor Noah of the Daily Show, where he's talking about I don't know if it's a joke or commentary more, but. Uh, Trump going after that Gold Star family. You know, where where does that fit in with the whole patriotism, honoring our military thing? I I think that's unfair. Because that Gold Star family took a specific political stance. Now, Trump, as usual, to my mind, mishandled it. He was, he was, he just mishandled it. He could have done it so much more skillfully. How about Trump? Clearly, I think pretty obviously... As a super rich kid, found a doctor who would write him a note so he didn't have to go to Vietnam. And then making fun of uh, or, or making saying what he said about John McCain. Inexcusable to me. Well, those are two different things, but um, the, well, the, I not think going the one to be, is context for another. 
Yeah, the the not going to Vietnam, but de- you know, depending on what year it was, a lot of people wouldn't have gone that particular year, especially right. watching this new Vietnam documentary Ken Burns has out. Oh, um, or if you've ever you know done any serious study of the the topic, and I've been saying this for a long time, it surprised me. Don Imus, one of my radio heroes, stupid such a dumb bastard. Um, you know he's he's constantly calling people out for getting deferments. It's absolutely clear the government at the highest levels was systematically lying to the American people and feeding soldiers uh, to the war machine as cannon fodder for political reasons. In that context, do you get to fake up a deferment and say, I'm not going? That's an interesting question, but it's certainly not a simple one. Uh, It's a tough one. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so... And criticizing John McCain the way he did. I prefer soldiers don't get captured. Right. So is that better or worse than not kneeling during the national anthem? Can you be? Can you love your country and not love your government? Now that's an easy one to me. But hmm. when your country tells you you got to go to war, okay. What about when Robert McNamara does? Who, who whose whose lies are piled as high as as the bodies uh, that came back from Vietnam? What if he tells you to go? So all this stuff, I don't know. Is there any market for this in talk radio? I'm guessing no. Uh, there doesn't appear to be as nuance, I, complexity, etc. As I watch the cable news channels, no. Although, what do they say at the game? If you're at the game, they say, "Will you all now please rise as we honor and, our military?" Yes. Well, then I'm going to rise and honor my military. That's what I'm going to do. Please rise and overlook all of America's sins and pretend that it's a perfect country. Nobody's ever said that. No, you're an, you're an idiot if you think that's what's being uh, asked of you when you stand. Right. What bothers me about so many of the America haters is they have no perspective whatsoever on the other countries around the world. It's like, you know, being bitterly angry at your parents for being imperfect parents. I'm not talking about abusive or... or you know, horrible parents, cruel. I'm I'm talking about the well. In this kind of, I'm I'm begging the question here. I'm answering the question with the question, but um, being bitterly angry at your parents for being imperfect. Look around. All parents are imperfect. Look That's around. good to hear because I sure am. Every every country <laughs> has its sins. Every country has racism and tribalism and imperfections and oppression and stupidity and lying and corruption. Every single damn one. So if you want to fix those problems, I say good. I'm with you 100%. But the whole, this country sucks because it has imperfections. You just you just don't know what you're talking Boy, about. Boy, Rand Paul, libertarian Rand Paul, who's critical of so many things, sure gave a good, impassioned America's the greatest country that has ever been, and here's why. On uh, one of your shows over the weekend. I'd like to uh, hear that or see that. He's, he's an interesting dude. Anyway, what's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, President Trump taking aim at fellow Republicans not backing the latest effort to repeal and replace Obamacare. I don't think you're helping. College sports rocked by a corruption scandal. That is a shock to no one. And Kevin James' latest sitcom trending wildly fueled by fan fury. Oh, I hope he's a fat guy with a hot wife in this one. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. On Kaepernick, you guys always forget to mention his pig socks. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, we mentioned that a couple of times Definitely recently. Definitely too but... much. Yeah. Marshall's News coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The experts say it's becoming more and more difficult for many Americans to retire. 
So when it comes to your retirement, do you really know where you stand? Right now, Financial Engines is offering a free portfolio review when you call or visit FinancialEngines.com today. It's a chance to sit down face-to-face and get the kind of personalized advice that Financial Engines is known for. No sales pitches from guys in fancy suits, just objective, fee-based advice from a local advisor who sits on your side of the table. Someone who wants to know your goals and dreams so that they can help put a comprehensive plan in place to help guide you there. Our advisors have the resources you need to help you to and through the retirement you deserve. And our free portfolio review is the first step in helping create a plan for providing monthly income during retirement. To schedule a free review of your current financial planning needs and portfolio with a local financial advisor, visit FinancialEngines.com or call 800-306-4410. That's 800-306-4410. 800-306-4410. News at the top and bottom of the hour on the dial at 1530 a.m. Now traffic from the Talk 650 KSTE Exergen Traffic Center. Northbound 99 at 47th Avenue. Earlier accident there has been cleared. It caused a backup all the way to Elk Grove Boulevard. We still have some slowing off and on from Laguna to 47th. Northbound I-5 has some slowing, mostly mild in nature, but it stretches out from Laguna Boulevard to about Florin Road. For traffic every 10 minutes, mornings and afternoons, tune to News Radio KFBK on FM at 93.1. I'm Brian Nobles. This report is brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. You can post a job in minutes and manage your candidates from an easy-to-use dashboard. Post your next job on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. At Raley's and Bel Air, we bring you savings without the hype, like 5,000 new lower prices store-wide. On top of these everyday low prices, you can save even more with our great weekly sales, like this week's New York Bone-In Steaks, on sale for only $6.99 a pound. Fresh and nutritious food shouldn't break the bank, so when we provide you the best value, we know we're making a difference. And at Raley's and Bel Air, that's how value defines us. You think everyone's watching that show with the girl and the dragons and the game and the throne? But just like the show, that's fantasy. More people in America listen to radio than watch that throne show. It's true. Radio reaches 93% of Americans each week. That's more than TV, Facebook, and Google. Put that in your dragon and smoke it. Radio reaches more adults, teens, and even millennials. So if you're a marketer, get the most of your marketing dollar. Talk to the folks who dethrone TV. Go to iHeartMedia.com for the one place you can reach everybody. AMFM Radio. Hi, I want to talk to you about IRS tax debt. If you owe money to the IRS, you're not alone. Millions of Americans owe money to the IRS. When the IRS comes to collect, they often add penalties and interest to your balance. They also have the authority to garnish your wages and or levy your bank accounts. It's best to have someone on your side to help battle the IRS. For years, Oxford Tax Partners has helped people just like you. If you owe more than $5,000 to the IRS or have multiple years of unfiled tax returns, call Oxford Tax Partners today at 1-866-700-1818 for a free and confidential consultation. That's one 866 1818 Oxford taxes fees are reasonable and they will only bring you on if they are able to achieve real savings on your IRS tax debts. So what do you have to lose? Call Oxford Tax Partners today at 1-866-700-1818 for your free and confidential consultation. Learn how Oxford Tax can help you put your IRS tax debt behind you once and for all. That's 1-866-700-1818. 1-866-700-1818. Think for yourself. Participate in the debate. Talk 650 KSTE. From where you are to where you went. 
This is Charles Hosbier. Olivet Nazarene University believes that an education unlocks a person's potential. They believe an educated person has a positive impact on his or her community. They believe that education is not something to be contained but imparted to the world. They believe in you. Learn more at graduate.olivet.edu. Olivet Nazarene University. Where you are to where you will be. This is Ed Lukasevic. And Cindy Lukasevic at Dynovite. This year, whenever you order a 90-day supply of Dynovite for your dog, we'll send you a free sample of one of the other doggy things we make. Like Lico Chops, Super Mega Fish Oil, or Doggo Suds Shampoo. What's on your dog's wish list? We'll offer a different freebie each week at Dynovite.com. Don't you just love the sound of healthy, happy dogs? Dynovite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. We're just having a discussion of the Vietnam uh, documentary that's still running on PBS, right? Because it's it's 18 hours long. God, I'm probably a third of the way through. It's so good. I might watch it twice. So interesting. Well, you know, I, I was just saying, because I, I, I lived through that era. I mean, Vietnam was, you know, the war that impacted my life directly for uh, more than a decade. And I watch it, and it just makes me sad. Yeah, I can really believe It really makes that. me sad. Do you recall, like, the actual events? Like, when they mentioned things on the yes. You're like, I remember the first time I went through that. Yes. Yes, I do. And a lot of the and a lot of the stories that we would hear that the government say, oh, no, that's not true. That's not true. And now they're bringing it up in the documentary. Yeah, it was true. You know, it's just like, come on. Neil Sheehan and uh, David Haberstam, the, you know, making their yep. uh, journalistic bona fides during that war. Yep. The first time anybody would ever come along in American history and said, this ain't what's actually happening here. And turn it against the military. And the military scolding it for, them for it and everything. Yep. But they Morally put safer, too. So, yeah. Yeah. so was there like a, a symbiotic relationship similar to like the, the Joe DiMaggio era in sports yeah. writers? Where yeah. they would just kind of they good would analogy. overlook some of their character flaws yeah, in, good analogy. in exchange for access. Prior to Vietnam, yeah. Was you're on our side, yep. always. Huh. Interesting. Uh, get the news now with Marsha Phillips. All right. President Trump is saying he is disappointed in a handful of Republicans who are opposing the latest Senate Republican health care bill. You know, White House photo op today, he said, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, it's it's going along. And at some point there will be a repeal and replace. Uh, but uh, we'll see whether or not that point is now or will it be shortly thereafter. But we are disappointed in certain so-called Republicans. Please quit with the reconciliation crap and these mere symbolic gestures about repealing and replacing Obamacare. Go write a law the old-fashioned way, one that makes sense, one that can be paid for. Quit with these pathetic efforts. Well, that seems to be John McCain's dying wish, right? That they get back to... What do they call it? Natural order, general order, perfect order, <laughs> uh, regular order, regular, regular order, order. Yeah. and uh, do yeah. things the, the old yeah. fashioned way. Uh, try to bring that back. But yeah, well, the, well, as they get further away from repealing and replacing, sure, you're picking up some people that are they're going to vote for, but you're losing the Ted Cruz's or more people on the other side. Now they're saying we're not actually accomplishing anything. So you're never going to get anywhere with that. It's just it's a it's a it's. Well, it's a knot that can't be untied. It's just it's a problem that can't be solved. you got to start over, like Joe said. Corruption scandal rocking the college basketball world. Some assistant coaches at top-tier college basketball programs accused of taking cash bribes 
to deliver star athletes to an advisor or agent. <gasps> so would that be what? like the way the chancellor at UC Davis took <laughs> cash to promote certain book companies? Yeah, it's exactly the same yeah, sort of thing. Less. There's a huge amount of money washing around. Guys wanting to get some. The MP- I mean, if they committed crimes, great, but... So this one dude just starts working on the players. Hey, uh, Joe Getty, uh, financial advisors, they're really good for helping young millionaires. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's an honest man. I'd go I'd go work with him. Okay, all right. FBI announcing today several assistant coaches and the head of sports marketing at Adidas have been charged. Court documents show the assistants uh, charged in the corruption scheme. Arizona's Emmanuel Richardson. Auburn's Chuck Person, Oklahoma State's Lamont Evans, and USC's Tony Bland. The really big college sports programs, the fact that the players don't get anything and, and, and they're not allowed to take so much. They as, get an education. Is just is just amazing. Like your really big programs. Um where it is just like the the, the whole identity of the college is Nebraska football or North Carolina. Great deal of its revenue. Yeah. yeah. Fans of the CBS television show Kevin Can Wait are angry over the killing off of a main character, his wife, in the first season. They're furious the show paid such little service to the departure of Aaron Hayes. Wow, Kevin Can Wait for arraignment. He bumped off his wife. Not even telling the audience how her character Donna died. What? (laughs) The the show. Skydiving. The show. (laughs) Or something. No. The I don't show, know, I haven't seen her. The show addressed her passing during a quick scene in which James opens a form letter from Donna's old gym saying it missed her. James' character said he missed her too and followed up with a joke about a kung fu lesson coupon. It's a good joke. Wow. Wow. Anyway. It's, it's, wow. It's, uh, listen. That reeks of a very messy breakup between the actress and the show. Oh, gotcha. Well, Kevin can wait. Trending topic on social media is complaints compared the show's new direction to a King of Queens reboot with the addition of Leah Remini. Mm. She is now Kevin James' love interest in the second season. Well, that's clearly what it is. Yeah. Yes. It's new episodes of... So they, <laughs> right. so they are got, So it's a sitcom with the yeah. same two people, yeah. but different characters. Right. Although they'll probably have the same hilarious quirks. Yes. Well, season three, they got to do like, hey, we've, it was actually witness protection. We're, we're the same couple. Or we he had goes to, to change work, our names. He goes to work for UPS. <laughs> No, it's, think- it's hard to believe anybody get that worked up about a sitcom at all, but it's like the Bob Newhart thing. It's Bob Newhart making jokes, surrounded by a cast of quirky people. It's it's Kevin James making jokes. Just to watch about kung fu coupons. Sounds great. Yeah. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the Voice of the West. So we have to get to the petering out, which is a very important part of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. clearly. It's where we just kind of lose interest, and our sentences start to trail off like this. Anyway. <laughs> I've got that Bob Costas sound. So the there you have it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So good. And final thoughts. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Kaepernick has, whether people know it or not, has raised and or donated millions and millions of dollars to worthy causes. He's walking the walk. He's involved in the community. But Kaepernick himself was an imperfect messenger. He's given to saying things like, I don't vote because the oppressor will never let you vote your way out of your oppression. Sometimes what Colin says when he does speak makes it sound as if, and I say this with great respect for his intentions and for what he has done beyond kneeling on the field, sometimes he sounded like someone 
who took one semester from a radical professor when he was a freshman, and that's all he knows about the world. So I think it's better that additional voices here from multiple backgrounds weigh in, because Colin Kaepernick, despite what some people want to say, is not the natural heir to Muhammad Ali or Arthur Ashe or to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who continues to be a public intellectual. He, he's not. He's, he's, done, he's tried to do a good thing from his heart. I don't know that he's equipped to carry that baton. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of people who generally occupy my side of the political aisle in a lot of things saying, yeah, what has Colin Kaepernick done other than kneeling? He's done a hell of a lot. He's made it his life's work. And I think he's a bit of a dipstick. But you know, but again, he, he's trying to do right. The whole pig socks thing was way over the line. Way over the line. Stupid. Unproductive. That's pretty out there for Bob Costas to say yeah. he sounds like a guy who took one semester from a radical professor. Right. That's pretty out there for That's Bob Costas. That's a pretty Costas. good description. It's like that fascist lady yesterday. The fascists with their fascist fascism trying to bring fascistness to our non-fascist world of fascists. Yes. Oh, God. You ask her what time it is, she says. Fascist. <laughs> um, so, coach of the San Antonio Spurs basketball club, Greg Popovich, said yesterday, he was asked about all this stuff, and he said, our country is an embarrassment to the world. Oh, boy. And on, on, and on, and on. Well, he said that? Yeah, yeah. he went, he had oh, a pretty Oh, because of the controversy, thing. or? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, oh, he, he went okay. pretty, he went pretty far, pretty heavy on the whole thing. And um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays in Texas, where there's a lot of Trump support and, and uh, you know, red, white, and blue sentiment and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, our country is an embarrassment to the world. Yeah. That's a hell of a thing to say. Wow. It's tied to the Trump not acting, oh, right. quote unquote, presidential all right. the time. So right. I get that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, boy, this whole pro sports thing, I, I, I do think that they're convinced that this will just go on forever. They can all be gazillionaires forever, and everybody just needs this in their lives. And I'm not so sure that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm in fact, sure. I would say with the competition that exists in the palm of my hand every single day, they were up against it without any of this stuff. And I'm talking about my smartphone. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 okay. We were all thinking right. it. I yes, elected not uh, to say it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean the entertainment that I hold in my hand. Yeah. Right. It's just amazing how much. Entertainment I've never value there is. Tired of it, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> night after night. At the same time, there's no need for the POTUS to go where he went, and I just I don't know. It's just uh, uh. yeah, but the, the trouble is, if you're going to jump into it, the sports thing, even if half the country, even if two thirds of the country agrees, you lose a third of your audience, you're in big trouble. Yes, big yeah. trouble. Yeah, and I'd it might say. be more than that. You could lose a half or more easily. Of people just say, I don't need this. And like I said last week, and this might be the smartest thing I've ever thought of because I think it's true. For entertainment stuff, the, the, the elasticity of it is so narrow. Just, I like it, I like it, it's slightly annoying. Okay, it's annoying enough, I'm out. It's, it's, it doesn't take much. Because mm-hmm. there's other things for me. I'll listen to music, I'll learn to dance, I'll do whatever. I'll find something else I like to do for entertainment. Yeah, I hear you. Learn I will watch you learn how to dance for my entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. What, what yes. is the ticket? Called? Never mind. I don't care. Uh, Send me one. We got 30 seconds for this. This is a Canadian man politely asking bears to leave his yard. I need you guys to go. Okay? I need you to go. I already love this. Thank you. 
they actually turn around and start going to work. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed my yard. Have a good day. Bye now. <laughs> there's a video of that. We'll have that posted up on the site later. But yeah, it's pretty Com charming. Compare that to and the technique of, of... Bear! Bear! Wait! Wait! Take a, a lesson from the nice Canadian fellow. Excuse me, Bear, I'll be I need needing you guys that. To go. I need that okay. kayak later. If you don't mind terribly, I need uh, you I'd to like go. You to stop chewing on it. I need you to go. We got to work that into the end of our show. <laughs> Bye -bye. I need you to go. Yeah, that, that's done. Did they come back and rip his guts out or anything like that? Uh, let's hear our guest announcer. Can Sean keep his comments under one minute? What will be Bonmore of the day, and will it be unprecedented? Will Marshall ever finish building that table? What lifestyle hack does Michael have for us today? Find out now in Final Thoughts. Uh, Michael's lifestyle hacks. Uh, here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody. Michael? Yeah, we got to be quick. Just um, Our country is great. Lots of places that are a lot worse than us. Our problems aren't that big, really. Uh, deep insight for Michelangelo today. Go vacation in Somalia. Positive Sean, fuddled up. Hit Chance the Rapper on Colbert last night. Debuted a new song, only wrote it 48 hours ago. It doesn't even have a name yet, and it's great. I love it, but I love everything he does. So. Marshall Phillips, final thought. Giving up watching professional sports, one way to pass your time, the ukulele. Oh, boy. <laughs> what are you, on the take? You like those basketball executives. Jack, what's your final thought? Nah, I did it again. Where I had a really strong final thought, and I chickened out. Why do I always chicken out at the end of the show? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> In the show, I say all kinds of things that risk my reputation and career. Late in the show, eh, not so much. My final thought is, if you ever encounter a bear, for God's sake, roll tape. Because oh, yeah. America can't get enough interacting with bear viral videos. First thing you do when you see a bear, you get out your smartphone. Yeah, that's correct. I've got all that entertainment I'm holding in my hand. Safety hint. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour work day. So many people who think so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. You suppose we're done talking about the NFL and the kneeling for a while? I know it. At I hope. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Politics is, like, really fast, and it's about popularity and um, strategy in a lot of ways, which I can admire. But it's not about, you know, it's not, it doesn't make the same change that, you know, legislation makes. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.